Let's get nuts. Hello. What is happening, everybody? Welcome to Film Junkie Live on your Monday, June 6th. How's everybody doing? Everybody great? Everybody fantastic? Uh, have a good weekend. Hopefully you guys did everything good all going on. You guys are like freaking talking up a storm right here. Welcome to Film Junkie Live. Of course, smash that like thumbs up. Do all that. No, um, subscribe to the channel. Uh, subscribe to the channel. Uh, make sure that notification bell is on. If you want to become a member, hit the member button. If you want to join the Patreon, it's all down there. The sock meds, all the social media stuff. That's right. It's all down there. What is going on? Yes, the hierarchy of the power of the junk universe is about to change. That's right. It's all ru- ruled by the mustache now. That's right. What's happening? All right. Hey, we got Nighthawk here. What's going on? Steph, good to see ya. Yeah, I like horror movies. Steph does not. Uh, let's see who else is here. What are we talking about? Yeah, you do. Yeah. Um, let's see. Yep, oh, there we go. Thanks. What's going on? Bringing back Tomahawk. How you doing? Of course, we got Zed here. We got Mr. Harboyle, Mr. Eric right here. Good to see you. Look forward to the following line on the trailer. I know. Is it going to actually be in the trailer? I hope not. I hope not. Don't let it be. What's going on? Oh, shut up. Why don't we get anything to do with it? Taco Bell. Um, oh, ahoy, ahoy, Mr. Jason McKenzie. Always good to see you, brother. All right, we got Eric Z. Hopefully, you guys had a good weekend. That's right. So, I'll see you a little bit. Diana Mountain there. Uh, didn't see that. Maybe not. Let's see who else is all here, too. We got Joe. Oh! Right there, we got Tyler, we got Mr. Fear Jason also as well. Yep, okay, let's go ahead and, uh, since there's a lot of stuff to go, let's get that music back on. What's going on, darling? Yes, the boys. Well, I'll be talking about it. Definitely be talking about it again my review of those first three episodes of uh, season three. Hi, Mom, how's it going? Mama feeling junky. Had dinner with her last night and it was delicious. Even had some leftovers. Always good to walk away, you know, walk away from your mom's house with leftovers. Had that today for lunch. What's going on, Mr. Eric Patterson? Good to see you. Let's see who else we got here. JD, what's up? We got Mark. Okay, I think we're pretty much getting everybody. Rosemary, how's it going? Good to see you. My, uh, my, um, let's see, my thing is good. Let's see, we got Cat here too. Get some people thinking scrolling. Good to see a cat. Let's see, they're saying hi to each other. Hey, look at this. Coming up. What is it? Chips. No, what are you talking about? Think about the movie that just came out. God. I'll tell you, Russ. Can't, you just, I always have to explain everything to you because you're like 76 years old. Anyways, um, alright. So let's go ahead and uh, mute the music right there. Okay, we're good. Thank you guys for showing up. Uh, yes, hopefully you guys had a good weekend. I had a great weekend too. Um, uh, what was great about the weekend is obviously with Jurassic World coming out. And by the way, yes, I do have my Monday wine. So cheers to everybody. Always delicious, but it's getting hot now. Kind of wondering if I should go to the white wine because, you know, you refrigerate that. I mean, I guess you could refrigerate red wine, but it's not supposed to be refrigerated. Anyways, it doesn't make sense, but it's getting warm. 
it's humid here in SoCal. But no, over the weekend, uh, one of the uh, one of the fun things that I did over the weekend was uh, basically catch up, not catch up, but rewatch the Jurassic Park legacy that is the movies. I watched all of them except for Jurassic Park three. Okay. Now I know some people love Jurassic. You know, they'll they'll be like, hey man, don't make fun of Jurassic Park three. I'm like, yeah. I'm not saying it's terrible. It's the weakest in the bunch, I think. I think out of all of them, even the Jurassic Worlds, I think Jurassic Park 3, weakest in the... Alan! Alan! I mean, that was interesting little choice uh, when yeah, when he's having the dream on the plane and you literally have an, uh, a raptor going, Alan! It's a, it's a little interesting, but of course it was a dream, so it's whatever. But uh, yeah, so just watched all the uh, Jurassic movies to kind of just prepare for, of course, Jurassic World Dominion. And, uh, you know, you know when, when you, what's good about, what's good about when it comes to even all kinds of movies, watch it with people that have not seen them before. Oh, my God. It's really great because when someone experiences for the first time and, you know, you know you've seen the movies like a million times, it's always cool to just kind of go like, hey, you almost want to be in like, oh, yeah, this part's coming up. How are they going to react to that? It's always it's always fun to do something like that, too. But uh, definitely looking forward to uh, do uh, to Jurassic World, uh, Jurassic World uh, Dominion to see how it all wraps up. I know it's already there's already people that have uh, were able to see it already, apparently. I don't know. And uh, I've seen, of course, they're already talking about that it wasn't that great and blah, 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 blah. You know, it's funny, though. It's like I've only watched Jurassic uh, Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom in the movie theater, and then I watched it when it came out on video. So I only saw it twice. Um, so I hadn't seen it in a couple of years. And to be honest, I'm like, you know what? I remember not really – I mean, I like, there was a lot of things I liked about the movie, and then there's things I didn't like about the movie. But rewatching it again, I was like, man, you know what? There's, I mean, what's his name? Uh, J.A., but I can never say his last name. He did a good job. He really did a good job of, like, really creating, like, almost more of a horror element than expanding certain things, certain, certain story points when it came to the Jurassic uh, Park legacy and everything like that. So it was, you know, just revisiting that, I went, oh, man, this actually, I remember this not being as good, but I think this is actually a really great, you know, sequel. I mean, if it's dinosaurs chasing people, what are you going to do, you know? So it's going to be interesting to see. Of course, I'm going to see Jurassic World Dominion on on uh, Thursday. So look forward to my first reaction, of course, with all that. But that's not what we're going to be talking about today. We're going to be talking about the Black Adam trailer. Dwayne Johnson, he's trying to hype it up as much as possible. Obviously, we're getting the first official Black Adam trailer this Wednesday, not sure exactly when it's going to show up. Uh, odds are Wednesday's show is going to be all about breaking it down and watching it. If it shows up early, I'll probably do like an, uh, an actual reaction video. And then uh, the show will probably be like, hey, let's break it down. Let's go over the game footage here, folks. So we'll do that. We'll talk about a little bit more about, of course, Top Gun Maverick, which, uh, you know, it's uh, I got the mustache still going. The mustache to a mil, uh, to a billion, I should say, not a million, even though the alliteration would be a lot better. But, uh, yeah, that's why I decided. I'm like, all right, I'm going to go ahead and uh, if anybody's wondering why i am uh, got the goose stash still going, still running strong. Let's see how far see how far we can get. I mean, it's, it's, it's already almost that. It probably is going to be crossing $600 million sometime this week. So it's only got $400 million to go. <laughs> so maybe, just maybe, I'll be uh, – 
you know, I'll just keep on, I'll keep on going with it until uh, it reaches a billion. It hasn't, it hasn't started bothering me quite yet. So we'll see what happens. We'll see what happens when it comes to the goose stash or the roostash, whatever you want to call it, whichever, it doesn't matter. Um, that's right. Goose is gone. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But his son is not. Okay. Okay. Also. Oh yeah. I got the, yeah, I got the, I got the, the butt brush going on too. Yeah. I figured I was like, I'm not going to just do a straight out, just the mustache. I'm also going to do the, uh, the <laughs> I just, yeah, I call it the butt brush. If you want to wonder why it's called that, you could figure that one out for yourself. Think about it. Anyways, something my dad told me. Anyways, let's get to these tweets, huh? Uh, we got, of course, you know, the Monday show always loaded up with all kinds of goodies and everything like that. So uh, let's see. Turn that off. Let's see. We got all that stuff off. All right. Let's go to the tweets and see what happened in the Twitter world and all that stuff. Luckily, you know, over the weekend, I kind of, you know, I wasn't home, so I uh, I didn't tweet that much. I kind of disconnected, which is what I like to do every now and again, especially on Twitter, you know, on the weekends. Like, you know what? I'm not going to be on Twitter. Who needs to be on Twitter? But uh, we're going to be, of course, talking about the boys uh, some of the marketing stuff, uh, this is one thing that's out in the wild right here. I mean, talk about just awesome right here. Showing Butcher getting diabolical right here and destroying a car. It's pretty good. It's pretty good. I like it. Uh, let's see. Uh, Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness is going to be on uh, Disney Plus this month, June 22nd. So if you didn't catch it in theaters, guess what? I can't wait to watch it again because I love me some Sam Raimi and I am definitely looking forward to catching it again. So that's cool. Does anybody, uh, I like this right here that someone said Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Uh, anybody remember this sketch right here from uh, the movie awards? This was like the movie awards. Uh, hey, thank you, Ronak. How's it going? Did I accidentally jump on a porn junkie stream? Possibly. Are you commenting on? Uh, are you commenting? You know, you're giving some. Uh, you're commenting on my uh, my mustache, huh? The porn mustache is. Uh, it's not quite quite 70s porn style mustache. Not right. Not quite yet, but. But yeah, I don't know if you haven't looked up this sketch yet. This is uh, this is when uh, I think it was when Ben Stiller. Was it when Ben Stiller was hosting the movie awards? I don't know. But they did this sketch where Ben Stiller was playing um, Tom Cruise's um, his stuntman for Mission Impossible 2. And it's absolutely hilarious. Me and my buddy, uh, my buddy Kyle, we would fucking put on this thing so many times, just laugh our ass off because we love Ben Stiller and everything like that. So you haven't seen it, go for it. But I like the caption because, you know, fun fact, uh, Quentin Tarantino did, in fact, want Tom Cruise to be uh, in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. I think uh, I think the better choice went to Leonardo DiCaprio, of course, or um, I think actually Tom Cruise was supposed to be uh, he was supposed to be Cliff, not Leo, not, not uh, what's his name. So but that wouldn't have worked. I think uh, Brad Pitt in that role and he won an Academy Award. So it's all good. Release the air cut. Release the air cut. I haven't really tweeted uh, in a couple days about the air cut or hashtag the air cut. So I should do something tonight. Here's a little something right here of Jared Leto putting the teeth in and the lipstick and everything like that. Some behind the scenes. You always got to love that. Sean Levy right here. He said, many of you asked how we did the single shot sequence in the Lenora house. Here's our faces after we got it right. That's right. If you watched Stranger Things season four, there is a crazy one shot. I won't say what it is just in case, but there was a crazy one shot that happens where a lot of things are going going nuts. So. Yeah. 
It's pretty cool, but apparently they uh, they pulled it off. And uh, fuck this. Uh, I mean, I mean, I, I it was bound to happen that somebody was gonna make a, do a remake of Arachnophobia, but I ain't gonna watch it. Just saying. Yeah, so the filmmaker, Mr. Christopher Landon, is going to direct. He did the uh, Happy Death Day movies, which aren't bad. I actually like the Happy Death Day movies. They're pretty good. Um, he's going to be doing a uh, remake of Arachnophobia, and all I got to say is, well, congratulations, man. I won't be watching it, but, you know, because guess what? I suffer from the very title of the fucking movie. Sorry, not for me. I can't. I, 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 think, I, I, don't, I don't think I've ever even gotten through an entire watch of the original arachnophobia. I mean, John Goodman, Jeff Daniels. I've tried, but I just can't do it. I just can't do it. Yeah, not a fan of the Spideys, I could say, you know. So I won't be watching it, but hey, cool. Why not? But I will be watching this right here, though, obviously. Come on. Six, five, four, three, two, one. Zero ignition. To the universe, not just America. <laughs> the Earth sucks. I think the floor is not working. I like it. We don't have to watch the whole thing, but so looking forward to that. So looking forward to that. I am Cornholio. I need TP for my bunghole. That's right. Gotta love it. We'll talk about that, of course. But yeah, looking forward to that Beavis and Butthead movie. Uh, the celebrity obsession. Yes. You see tweets like this. People saying, I'm actually sad this trial is coming to an end. Yeah. It's like, come on, come on. The celebrity obsession. Yeah, people are actually, it's sad that people are sad that the trial is over because they were absolutely loving it. And it's just like, eesh. But at the same time, we all were kind of looking at the uh, the Amber Heard, Johnny Depp trial right there. So, mm, eesh. But it's just kind of sad, kind of sad that we are like that. Human beings, we just like to watch people who are a mess. Uh, did a beloved indie movie really cause a googly eye shortage? Apparently, everything, everywhere, all at once caused a googly eye shortage. Yeah, we have a food shortage. We have a baby formula shortage. We also have, apparently, a googly eye shortage, and it's all because of a movie. That's pretty crazy. I mean, this movie is fantastic. I love this movie and can't wait to watch it again, and more people should watch it. But it's just crazy, the, the phenomenon that this movie is. It's causing a googly eye perform, uh, shortage. So if you wanted to put some googly eyes on your rocks, pretty crazy. Pretty crazy. We got this pretty awesome poster right here of the Batman. Old style, old timey. I love this poster. I want this poster. I should hit up the artist and see if I can get a printout. This poster, too, from Mr. Aaron Bailey. Always love his art. This is awesome right here, too. Uh, Obi-Wan Kenobi poster that shows, uh, of course, Vader's mask. And who's in that reflection of the red eye? Well, that is Obi-Wan Kenobi, of course. That is pretty damn awesome. And then, like Sal, like we're saying right here, Dwayne Johnson posting some of that new, uh, that new art. The new art that's coming out saying June 8th, he's just, uh, he's hyping this shit, which we're going to be talking about. And then we got right here, 
Mr. Vought, uh, Mr. Burke. What's Bork. up, everybody? Director Adam Bork here. Bork. Uh, just got Bork. off my Bork. kayak because uh, that's my Zen space. I go out there, I just throw appreciation into the world, and I threw you guys, the fans of Release the Bork Cut, so much love because apparently the trailer for Dawn of the Seven, Watt Studios told me, had like seven billion views. Billion I don't even know views. what that number means. It just sounds gigantic, and you it guys, I, I love you. We're here because of you, because the movie is here. Um, I just have one gigantic favor to ask. Please, 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 ready? After you watch the movie, no spoilers. Yes. Keep all the great reveals to yourself. Let everybody enjoy As the always, experience for themselves it. in a theater for the first time. Don't let them know what's coming, all right? Please, 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 no spoilers. I will give you one little nugget. Um, easy, you guys tell me who you think it is. I do play one of the CGI characters. Just like, like my Taka. guy, Taika Watiti, who I call yes. T-Dubs. Let T me know who you think that is. I have a little accent. Um, but anyway, please, again, no spoilers. Uh, Listen. I'm on my way to the Boo. Gonna give a little private screening to uh, Zacky Cakes and T-Dubs at Cakes. Soho Malibu for, I can't let say this, it's real, for Dawn of the Seven. So again, I love you guys. It's all because of you, the fans. Cheers. Oh, God, I love that. Zacky Cakes and T-Dubs. Oh, we know who he's talking about. Zacky Cakes. We know exactly who he's talking about. So that that is just fantastic. And there's actually something else that's on the uh, that I posted too, that we'll talk about when it comes to that. I just love that. I love how, how they're just incorporating Zack Snyder. They're embracing the movement, and uh, you know they're having fun with it. It's all in its jokes. If anybody's offended by it, please just think about your life if you're offended by it. But it's so great. It's so great. It really is. And then, yes, guys, anybody watching Obi-Wan Kenobi, um, there's no reportedly, okay? This is Obi-Wan Kenobi, and, uh, you know, nothing against uh, Geek Vibes Nation. They're just doing their due diligence because making StarWars.net and all these other places are kind of going like, oh, yeah, um, apparently, um, yeah, it's looking like uh, it's reportedly uh, that Obi-Wan Kenobi is going to be getting a second season. It's like... Um, it had a very awesome debut, one of the best deb it had the best debut of Disney Plus. It's Obi-Wan Kenobi with Ewan McGregor and Darth Vader, uh, Hayden Christensen, you know, Tommy Lee, uh, Tommy Lee Jones, James Earl Jones, you know, I can't believe I said that. But anyways, yeah, you get what I'm saying? There's no reportedly it is going to get a second season. There's no way that it doesn't. Okay, there's a there's a there's a big gap between they could fill when it comes to a lot of this stuff. So it definitely will be getting that. And then Mr. Stephen Colbert, he wrote uh, an article right here that said, Top Gun Mavericks box office shows importance of non-Marvel audiences. Yes. If, anybody, if anything that's being shown right now when it comes to the Top Gun Maverick box office is the fact that, yes, you can have a big, huge blockbuster, you know, whatever, that, that appeals to this other audience. It's not just people wanting to watch all the Marvel shit. You know, some people are getting burnt out, but they're still running pretty strong. They're still keeping it pretty fresh, as fresh as they can uh, keep it. But, man, I'll tell you what, when it comes to the response of Top Gun Maverick, man, it's just a to totally different group. When, you, when I, Like I said, when I went to the movie theater, it was like a totally different vibe in there. It really was. It's pretty good stuff. Uh, hopefully your patrons uh, listen to my Tuesday pod, my self pod that I do, that I try to do on Tuesdays. So, yeah, hopefully you watched that. Of course, I watched uh, I watched uh, The Boys. And uh, when it came to The Boys, apparently they had a sec set driver on The Boys set named Zack Snyder who spells it with an H. 
So there you go. Yeah. I ran my eyeballs. I don't know how my eyeballs actually caught this, but yeah, I like rewound it and went, holy shit. There's so, there's a set driver on the boys named Zack Snyder who spells it with an H. But yeah, I thought that was kind of cool. I was like, wow, really? With all the, uh, the Bork cut and everything. That's pretty cool. And then speaking of Zack Snyder, here's a shot from Miss Batella's, uh, Instagram right here saying to the set rebel moon. This is a creepy evil tree that apparently, I mean, my God, that's weird. Those are roots of a tree that looks like they uh, captured a, a human being and turned them into a tree. I mean, God knows that is, I mean, that is pretty damn legit looking. That looks like a full on bo body, legs, everything, arms. There's like a thumb right there. Looks like their face right there. Uh, who knows? Who knows? It almost looks like a brontosaurus leg foot. That stomped on somebody, maybe, and they morphed together, maybe. I don't know. I'm, I'm, I, I watched a lot of Jurassic Park stuff over the weekend, so that's why I'm seeing that. But talk about a creepy ass image right there. If you come across that in the woods, I would stay away. I would stay the fuck away from that tree. Jesus. And then yeah, if you hit the like thumbs up, you got this little image right here of, uh, of butcher, butcher. And hey, coffee drinkers. According to a new study, drinking one to four cups of coffee. A day decreases your chances of early death. Yes. I, uh, I drink at least two. Sometimes it gets to three. Sometimes it gets to four. So there you go. I think we're in good. Uh, I think I'm good because I love me my coffee. Uh, you know, drink coffee every day. So I'm glad uh, that it's going to increase my, uh, my chances to live. I mean, I, I mean, obviously, if you, you know, I'm not going to go base jumping or anything like that just because, you know, of this study. But, you know, I, I just, if it makes me feel better that, hey, guess what? You know, that's cool. And apparently, uh, you know, if you're a little bit of a drinker, you know, it helps your liver as well. So cheers. Ah, coffee. Gotta love coffee. Speaking of Black Adam, we got some promo images right here. Justice Society of America. So we got everybody showing up right here. Cyclone. Um, you know, we got everybody. Dr. Fate, Hawkman, all of that stuff. So, yes. And then remember what we're doing this for, folks, when it comes to everything. Remember this. I always remember this because, you know, the fandom is getting, you know, gets a little crazy at times. But always remember that this is what it's all about when it comes to the Snyder fandom. All right. And what what everybody's doing when it comes to what kind of work they're doing, whether it's just videos with information, whether it's uh, projects, motion comics, which there's a lot of art that people post, all that kind of stuff, you know. It's all about this. It's all about this. One of these days, we're going to get to a million. I hope we can get to a million dollars soon. I want to do another like live watch or something and do another AFSP kind of thing, too. That'd be pretty sweet. Uh, we got a new Funko Pop that's coming out. Superman. And then, of course, the uh, limited glow chase edition, which, of course, would be worth, you know, a lot more. Sadly, it's not Zack Snyder's Justice League, but... You know, uh, it's just regular Justice League. It doesn't have the Zack Snyder's Justice League brand, but that at the same time, it is the blue suit. So it kind of makes sense that it's not that. But then again, it's like, well, he wore the blue suit in the nightmare scene. So, but still, looks pretty cool. I'm going to try to get me one of them. Oh, man, this is pretty sad. Apparently, uh, uh, Stranger Things, uh, everybody forgot Will's birthday. 
because in the first season, yeah, it was Will's birthday on March 22nd. And when you look at this uh, image right here of the uh, home video, it's March 22nd. And nobody wished Will a happy birthday. And this is what's funny. The creators totally forgot that it was Will's birthday. Fuck. Man, Will's been through so much. So much. And uh, we could tell he's struggling with something this season, which everybody's assuming that he's kind of keeping his sexuality you know, at bay. So I, you know, I really, I'm like, whatever, Will, whatever you like, it's fine. I just want to know how they're going to defeat the Vecna. I don't really care about Will's sexuality, but you know, it is 2022, but, um, yeah, not even the creators remember that it was Will's birthday. You know, you're getting 30 million an episode. You're trying to create like the, all these storylines, this detail you have, like you're making everything cinematic. You forget one little detail that the Internet just goes, what the fuck? It's Will's birthday. What the hell? But yeah, the creators forgot that it was Will's birthday on March 22nd. Womp womp. That's no good. Poor thing. And then, damn it. We all knew this. Well, I think a lot of I think some of us actually thought this was going to happen. And, you know, this story is this series is crazy and unique and different and very well made. But with all the things that are happening with Warner Brothers Discovery and Dave Zaslav. Yeah, it was going to happen because you better believe that when you watch this show, I mean, it, it's a straight up just a long, long, long movie. It's very, you know, like I said, it's very well made. Very expensive. So Zaslav and company gave it the axe. But yes, no more Raised by Wolves unless somewhere picks it up. And there's a campaign that says Renew Raised by Wolves that is out there. Hashtag that shit. So maybe somebody else will pick it up. Who knows who else would actually pick it up? Because like I said, it seemed like a very expensive show. Is it enough bang for the buck? Who knows? Yeah. Streaming. Got to love the streaming wars. But man, Zaslav is just like, he probably looked at those numbers and went, yeah, it's not pulling in as it should. And look how much it fucking costs. And a bad, yeah. So that sucks. That does suck that that's the case. Hey, Captain Gator Girls here. What's going on? Nikki, how you going? How you doing? Uh, let's see. Oh, yeah. So one thing I wanted to mention today, too, because uh, this was happening over the weekend. Uh, I think it was on Friday, actually. And I think I, I also... I mentioned this on the uh, the vodka stream too. When it comes to the whole Amber Heard thing, uh, there's a lot of information. There's a lot of there's rumor coming out, essentially saying that they've Warner Brothers met. They uh, they had a meeting, basically saying that hey, what are we gonna do about this whole Amber Heard thing when it comes to Aquaman two? Uh, I believe that, of course. Um, but the whole thing about oh yeah, they just they're just gonna completely cut her out of the entire movie now. I don't believe that. I think what uh, what they're gonna I think what they're gonna do is uh, well they still got a lot of time I mean they're still like ten months it's coming out March of next year nine months um, I think what they're gonna do when it comes to Aquaman and the Lost Kingdom and Amber Heard uh, since she already had a very minimal role as we know it was diminished down to under ten minutes I think they're gonna show a test screening with her in it and a test screening without her in it. I think that's what they're going to do. To me, that seems like the option that they're going for. It's like, yeah, they probably had a meeting and went, oh, shit, what are we going to do with this? And then we're going to get everybody's responses from test screenings on whether we should axe her completely or axe her not. I don't know. 
Aquaman in the Lost Kingdom is turning into, uh, you know, it's turning into a weird fucking, I mean, I feel sorry for James Wan. I like, I really like the guy. I like his movies. I like how he just goes for it. I mean, he's a talented filmmaker, really enjoy that. And he's probably going to be really relieved after this movie comes out and he could just walk away. He probably wants to walk away now. You know, he probably regrets. He probably, he probably does regret signing on for the sequel, but he already said that he, he isn't going to do the third one because he doesn't do trilogies. But, uh, man, I tell you what, it's going to be, um, it's going to be interesting to see what they do, but that's what I think is going to happen. And that's why I tweeted this out. You know, a lot of people are talking about certain things, but I just have a feeling, yeah, they're going to test screen both because why not just see what happens. And, uh, I think that's probably the right approach. Who knows? I don't know. I don't know. Like I said, I don't really, you know, uh, I wish I ran DC DC Films Studios or DC Studios because, you know, I think I can make some shit happen. But, uh, yeah, that's pretty much what I think is going to happen anyways. And then speaking of DC, apparently Kevin Feige reportedly almost jumped ship to DC due to frustration with working under Marvel CEO Ike Perlmutter. Remember when that guy was there? I guess people didn't like him. Yeah, apparently it was pretty bad. Even Kevin Feige was like, fuck this. I'm going to go over to D.C. and see what I can do there. Could you imagine if that actually happened? Well, uh, that, you know, that would have been interesting, especially with Zach in there and everything. Would have been interesting to see, like, what if it could, could there be a, a multiverse out there that we could travel to where Zack Snyder and Kevin Feige actually came together and started trying to create like a, uh, a universe. Would it have actually worked? Maybe not. Would they have bumped heads? Probably. I don't know, because obviously Zack Snyder has been quoted at many times saying that he didn't want to do what Marvel's doing, even though he can enjoy that. He can enjoy what they're doing over there. But at the same time, he wanted to do something different and he was creating something different. And uh, so I'm kind of, you know, it is kind of interesting. It's like how you know, would could they have worked together when it came to producing DC, a DC universe? You know, probably not. I think, uh, you know, I mean, but then again, maybe Feige would have been like, fuck it, man. Let's do this. Let's make something a little more rugged, a little more hardcore. And, uh, you know, I don't know. I don't know. Probably not, because remember, I always go back to that video when it came to him on stage, Scott Derrickson and uh, talking about R ratings. He goes, it's going to be PG-13 and you're going to like it kind of thing. So I don't know if he would have if they would have like gelled together. I don't think so. You know, I think Zach uh, very much he's very collaborative. But when it comes to studio heads, (laughs) he's like they it's always them. It's always it always seems like it's them. You know, because he's coming out with like different ideas and studio heads just push back and everything like that. So I don't know. What do you guys think? Do you think it would have been they would have bumped heads? Yeah. Okay. so Mr. Everts, Ben, you think so? Okay. yeah, I think so. too. I think I kind of think so, too, because I think uh, Feige would want to be like, no, no, let's let's lighten it up a little bit. And then, of course, he was very much, you know, he's more about the uh, the inspirational, oh, you know, the Superman, even though he said he liked Man of Steel. But would have been interesting. I mean, another multiverse. I'd like to travel to that for sure. Hey, there's uh, what's his name's nipples. If you guys wanted to see that, uh, nope, nope. Something out here. So we got another. Uh, we got a little promo for Nope, and they just flat out just yeah, go like, nah, oh nah, yeah, nah. remember when we teased everything? Well, guess what? We got some crazy flying saucers in here. 
Nope. So they're nope. really showing nope. it. They're really showing I mean, we all assumed it was aliens. But, I mean, it's straight up just like, hey, we got some flying saucers happening right here. Look at this. Like, right at the end. Ah, look at that. Full-on flying saucer. Man, that's like a legit flying saucer. So I'm curious to see where this thing goes. I'm really curious to see where all that goes. Uh, and then right here, speaking of um, the bird cut. Friggin' cool it. and they talk hilarious. about Zack Snyder. I mean, it was so friggin' cool and <laughs> hilarious and like, what a good sport, by the way. Yeah, totally. You know, because uh, it's like, uh, yeah, because it's like we sort of like Dawn of the Seven kind of takes the piss on, <laughs> out of uh, kind of a little. I mean, uh, yeah. in that it's an exact one-to-one facsimile. -one <laughs> <laughs> and and yeah. so, like, you know, release the Bork cut and everything. So for him to, like, jump in, and we know somebody who knows him, someone who works with us, is friends with him, and I think that's part of how it came about, is is she gave him the heads up. And he thought it was hilarious. He just thinks the whole thing is so funny, and he watches the show. He's a fan of the show, so. There you go. So if anybody out there, you know, gets, you know, because there's some people out there, there's some fans out there that get a little offended for, you know, all this stuff when, when there's a joke being made or whatever the fuck, blah, blah, blah. It's like Zack Snyder very much is a jokey person. He loves the show. He loves the boys. And uh, he's very much enjoying the fact that he played ball when it came to that. So that's good. It's good. And then speaking of R-rated Marvel movies, okay, so, I mean, we could take this. We could take this however you want to take this. But I'm, hope, I'm, I'm you know, I'm, I'm fingers crossed, toes crossed. You know, uh, balls crossed. If you could do that, that kind of hurts. Uh, Deadpool writer Rhett Reese says Marvel supports an R-rated film. They've been very supportive with regard to that. Now, when it comes to a particular joke, if we cross a line, maybe we'll hear at some point, maybe not use that joke. Okay, so we're all kind of worried about Deadpool now being under Disney, which is interesting. You know, never did we think that we'd ever hear like, you know, a Dis Disney is basically making a Deadpool movie, which is just sounds insane. It really does. But again, if they're going to own this much of the movie industry, they have to have R-rated content. So this I mean, it just needs to happen, just needs to happen. And they could do a lot with it now that he can cross over and interact with these different characters. I mean, come on. It needs to happen. But apparently, according to Rhett Reese, everything is okay for right now. But, uh, I mean, I guess time will tell. I mean, I've always been a little nervous, but it sounds to me like they have no option but to make a full-on R-rated Deadpool movie. And they can't hold back. You just can't hold back. So, hopefully, this just stays the course. Please just stay the course of this, all right? Okay? I think it'll be okay. And, you know, we talked about this on the vodka stream, too. It's like Kevin Feige now, there's so many things that are happening that he can't just watch over all of it. He even said that he didn't really watch over Doctor Strange, too. I think uh, him and Sam Raimi just were like, all right, I'm going to do my thing. But then, of course, I'll shoot the scenes that you want me to shoot. And then that was it. And pretty much Sam Raimi was like, yeah, he didn't really. No, not Sam Raimi. Uh, Feige said that he wasn't really. Watch so now he's going to have to really start trusting these filmmakers. Um, and, of course, Sean Levy is going to be directing Deadpool 3, which he's a talented filmmaker. He's doing great. He's doing great things with Stranger Things. We saw the Adam Project. Free guy. He's the man for the job that could probably do something pretty good. 
you know, that could do something that could produce a really good Deadpool movie. And hopefully that'll happen. But, you know, just gives me some hope, guys. Gives us gives us some hope. Hope. That's what it is. And, of course, release the air cup. Some behind-the-scenes uh, images right there of... Um, <laughs> what was that image right there? Uh, of uh, Harley Quinn, Margot Robbie right there. And uh, every time I, I post... Every now and again, I'll pose in front of the greeting screen because, you know, I'll let you guys, you know, put me in different places. So, yes, uh, on Friday, yeah, I was very much feeling the need for speed. Well, actually, the need for sp- for food, not speed, because, you know, I don't do that. Anyways, uh, so, yeah, there's me and my, uh, you know, wearing my, my Batman, my new Batman shirt, and, of course, my aviators on. And then, of course, like I said, people put me anywhere right there. Showing all that kind of stuff. Cool. Uh, all right. Hey, thank you, Cat, for the $25 super chat. Release the air cut for David Ayer and the Harley Quinn girl right there. What she said. So thank you very much, Cat, for that super chat. I appreciate it. we got to get that word out. we got to use that hashtag as much as possible. I don't know when the thing's going to pop up. The thing is, so there it is. So thank you very much, Cat. I appreciate that. Appreciate that. All right, and then uh, you know anybody watching the boys? Yeah, I mean the the okay, that, that yeah. looks it looks Maybe very much like a real arm. Two. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> That's so cool. I love I love that. Thank you. It's a fun little behind the scenes with Karen with Karen and when uh, and uh, Jack right there. Good stuff. Good stuff. Like it. And yeah, with all the Top Gun talk, make sure you watch Hot Shots also because it's a spoof of the original Top Gun and it's great. It's fantastic. It's one of the best spoof movies out there. Um, also watch Hot Shots Part Do. And I watched Hot Shots Part Do uh, recently and I will say, how has nobody made memes uh, of President Benson play, played by uh, Lloyd Bridges? How would they have not made any memes? Because, I mean, they pretty much guessed how you know, the president now, you know, just being stupid and forgetting shit and just, yeah, he's very much, I was like, oh my God, that's Joe Biden. Come on, man. You know, you just watch Hot Charts Part Do again. You'd be like, oh my God, that's the president now. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Crazy. Hey, what Marvel solo film you think Zack Snyder would direct? Hey, I thought, I think, I think, I think Daredevil. But apparently this right here, Ghost Rider, that'd be a good one, too. I mean, they'd all be great. Wolverine, the Hulk. I don't know. But he said he would he would like to do Electra, So I would go with that instead. And here we go right here. Batman vs. the Phantasm by Bruce Timm. Beautiful. We'll talk about that. Here's a shot of Bale right there in Batman Begins. Here's a shot of King Griffey Jr. catching a ball because he put in 110% effort all the time batman forever right there you gotta love it gotta love it we got um proin fx the prosthetic makeup designers for the batman has teased uh, a look at the clay sculpture of uh, barry keegan right there so there he is right there is the joker just hiding right there of course everything else they're hiding but yeah that's pretty cool it looks like they have the crypt keeper right here that looks like the crypt keeper's face Interesting. And then apparently, guys, in, uh, yeah, 
Here, this is, this is how stupid this state is and uh, how stupid L.A. is. Uh, in response to rising temperatures, um, Los Angeles announced the city's first ever chief heat officer. Jesus, fuck. This is how stupid. This is how stupid the people running this state is. They hired somebody to be the chief heat officer. What the fuck is she going to do? Does she have superpowers to, like, go like storm and create like what okay it's hot let's let's cool it off right now yeah just somebody that's going to be uh you know making six figures doing jack shit that's what's going to be happening here because that's what california does a lot of people getting paid six figures to do jack shit and now there's this what in the fuck is that an onion article it's got to be right no it's actually on eyewitness news <laughs> it sounds like an Onion article, but it's not. Yes. Isn't that crazy? Holy shit. Take it easy, Jesse. And then congratulations to the man himself. His first beautiful granddaughter was born over the weekend. So congratulations to the Snyders, Zack Snyder, all that stuff. That's right. He posted this uh, over the weekend. So congrats to the man. Cheers. Yesterday. There you go. Still wearing the V-neck, no matter what. Wearing the V-neck. Always wearing his uniform. So you got to love that. It's good cosplay right here. That's right. You know, Huey Lewis in the news. And then we got the new clip, guys. Did you watch the new clip? Ugh. Here, boy. Nope. We all saw this in the trailer already, so whatever. She looks great. I mean, she looks great, but I mean, the fact that Thor is literally going, here, boy, here, boy. Seriously? He's just calling his hammer like it's a fucking dog. Because, you know, Takawatiti. Uh, but yeah, that'd be such a crowd cheering moment. But we already had it spoiled because they couldn't help themselves. Uh, we all knew that Jane was going to be in there, Mighty Thor, whatever the fuck. But did we have to have that full on when that happens spoiled? They could have left that out, but they didn't. It's fine. It's whatever. Ugh, my God. And then, of course, uh, hey, look at the comparison right there of uh, Top Gun and Top Gun Maverick. Gotta love it. Motorcycle, jets. I like the fact that it's like, you know, not the same angle. It's pretty cool. I like it. And now people are saying Jamie Campbell after watching, of course, Stranger Things and what he's been doing in Stranger Things. People are fan casting him, him as the Joker. And I'm like, good Lord. Does everybody get fan cast as the Joker when they play a crazy character? Apparently that's what's happening. That's always what happens. But, you know, respect to, of course, uh, my buddy uh, Aaron Bailey right here doing some art changing him into the joker and yeah it could work but you know at the same time it's like well we got barry keegan we got to see him but uh, a lot of people are like oh my god let's cast him it's like no there's already a joker right now relax people but i like the art though aaron oops mr tom hokenborg he's excited because he's going to be scoring furiosa yes cannot wait for that yes 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 okay we'll talk about that 
And then we're going to talk about, you know, also, too, there's a lot of Netflix stuff that got released today. And, uh, you know, some really cool stuff. Uh, Netflix, obviously, there's some stuff that I didn't know about. But, uh, you know, there's there's some things that got released. Um, it's going to be like Netflix geeked week, I guess. Geeked week is happening this week. But we got our first little teaser for Wednesday from Tim Burton. Starring Miss Ortega. Which I'm all about because this looks pretty good. This looks pretty awesome right here. Netflix woefully presents. Okay. The biggest thing I love is that thing, thing, thing has a bunch of stitching. I love that. I like that. Because if you watch the uh, the Adams Family movies, of course, it's Raul Julia. You know, they, they upgraded thing where it's not like just a hand coming out of the box. If you watch the old show, it was like a hand coming out of the box. But thing was actually detached and running around. Okay, and I thought that was really cool. But now this thing has a bunch of stitching. I love that. I love the fact that they added like a Frankenstein kind of monster thing and a bunch of uh, stitching. So, But she looks great. I am really looking forward to this. I'm, a, I'm an Adams Family fan and uh, really looking forward to that. Then we also have The Midnight Club from Mr. Mike Flanagan, which you know who that is. He's done a lot of, uh, you know, he did the, the Midnight Mass and, um, you know, The Haunting on Hill House or whatever the hell. Uh, those, those things right there. And here's a little uh, trailer for that. Looks pretty, uh, looks pretty good. And then, of course, I was like, hey, are we going to get some more crumbs from, uh, from um, Zack Snyder or something like that? Who knows? But then, of course, we've got Guillermo del Toro right here from the mind of him. A bunch of stories from various different directors going to be doing an anthology series, even from the director of Splice. Did you guys watch Splice way back when? Not way back when, but it was like over a decade ago. Holy shit. <laughs> Yeah, I'm all I'm 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 on board. I'm on board with that. Totally on board with that anthology series. And then um, how do you drop the ball right here? How do you know when your franchise should just stop? But of course they can't because the last movie made a bunch of money. Nev Campbell not returning for Scream 6. Her quote right here. I felt the offer that was presented to me did not equate to the value I have brought to the franchise. It's been a very difficult decision to move on to all my screen fans. I love you. Now, do we think that they're trying to do an Europa dope and they're going like, all right, no, she's actually in the movie. It's going to be a little surprise or whatever the fuck. Or do you think like eventually they'll throw more money at her and be like, all right, can we have you back? I just don't know. Thank you, Kyle, for the $25 uh, super chat. I appreciate it, sir. Thank you, Kyle. Thank you. Thank you very much. But, um, yeah, so what are we thinking about this right here? This is weird because, you know, when it comes to these movies, I I'm not big on the slasher movies as much. I like the horror element. I like the paranormal, supernatural. I like more of that kind of stuff. The slasher is okay, you know, but I never was huge on the slasher. When it came to the Scream franchise, you know, I've seen them all, and they're enjoyable. You know, the first one was great. Second one, you know, was fine, and then it just kind of went, all right, all right. Uh, when it came to the last one, I was like, whatever. It wasn't, I was okay with it. 
And I could, I think Dev Campbell just is like, you know what? I'm tired of, I don't want to do another movie where I'm running around a fucking kitchen trying to not get stabbed. I think she's kind of over it. But at the same time, they might be throwing, you know, everybody for a loop and being like, haha, she's not in it, but she's in it because she's going to be Ghostface or something like that. I don't know. But apparently they started filming the sequel today, so I don't know what's going on with this. But yeah, I don't know. It's going to be interesting. You're not going to have a Sydney in here. I mean, she's all part of it. And the fact that she said, I felt the offer that presented that was presented to me uh, did not equate the value I have brought to the franchise. She's all she is the franchise. How do you not have her? I mean, look what happened with Halloween. You didn't have any Jamie Lee Curtis and and it kind of fell off the res. you know, kind of fell off. And then they tried to bring her back. And then, you know, fell off again and then they brought her back full on. And it's like, you know, I mean, kind of hard to have a Scream franchise without Nev Campbell. I mean, my God, that's crazy. This is pretty cool right here, by the way. This is like a model. Copyright. Um, Yeah, this, uh, what's her name? She makes like these little dioramas right here that are really cool. You open up the door. It's like a little old place right there. Uh, MK Ultra. Make a Melissa. She makes some good stuff. Really good stuff. And happy birthday or late birthday, I should say. It was yesterday. Happy. Was it June 6th? Oh, no, it is today. So happy birthday to uh, Robert England, of course. Mr. Freddy Krueger himself showing up in the uh, in the new um, season of Stranger Things, which is great. And then, of course, we have Sandman, which is officially going to release on Netflix on August 5th. So that's going to be great. And we got the trailer right here, of course. The nightmare realm. Showing everything. Like I'm not I've never really uh, I never really got into the the whole Sandman uh, stories, but uh, I'm curious to see where this goes. And I saw a lot of people, of course, like going, hey, wait a minute. Why is this not HBO Max? It's like, well, I mean, obviously they made a deal years ago for this. But, yeah, this is a D.C. property that's on Netflix. And, you know, maybe if. I mean, who knows what's going to happen? I mean, if Netflix goes, ah, not worth it, cancel it, maybe it'll just end up going over to HBO Max. But, yeah, August 5th, looking forward to it. Sandman looks pretty damn good. I dig it. Uh, then we have Miss Vanessa Hudgens dressed as uh, Selena Kyle from The Batman. She hosted the uh, movie awards last night. That's right. Meow for sure. She's looking pretty hot right there. And then, of course, Mr. Zack Snyder getting on the fun he puts uh, the crazy eyes that means we're probably going to get some rebel moon las vegas maybe the norse god stuff we're going to get some uh zach snyder crumbs this week and i'm very much looking forward to that so please 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 and then we got all that yes 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 hey there's ezra miller hopefully he's doing better they sorry these are cool posters so i like that Sexy. And then, of course, more marketing for the boys right there. It's a truck that's going around doing that. Of course, we'll talk about that. We have uh, Martin Scorsese honors Ray Liotta. I wish I'd had the chance to see him just one more to to tell him just how much the work we did together meant to me. But maybe he knew that. I hope so. So there's Martin Scorsese. Uh, showing some uh, honoring, of course, Mr. Ray Liotta, who passed recently. Another cool Batman shot from Batman Begins. Gotta love it. 
And then the official first reactions of uh, Thor Love and Thunder is going to be happening on June 9, uh, June 23rd at 9.30 p.m. Pacific Standard Time after the L.A. premiere. Yay! Gee, I wonder what they'll say. And apparently in the U.S. we wasted 82 million COVID vaccine doses because that's what we do here. We waste shit. That's what happens. Here's some cool art for everything, everywhere, all at once. Love it. And then look at this, guys. Hey, if you wanted to know about the nipples on the bat suit when it comes to Batman Forever and everything, uh, it's explained by the designer right here. That's right. So for, you know, everybody was always talking about that. So uh, this is what he has to say right here. What's his name? Sorry, I forgot his name. Jose Fernandez, who designed the first bat suit that had the nipples on it. It said right here, with Val Kimmer's suit and Batman Forever, the nipples were one of the things, one of those things that I added. It wasn't a fetish to me. <laughs> It was more in, uh, I was more informed by Roman armor like uh, Centaurians and in the comic books, the characters always looked like they were naked with spray paint on them. It was all about the autonomy and I like to push autonomy. I don't know exactly where my head was at back in the day, but that's what I remember. And so I added the nipples. I had no idea there were going to end up being all the buzz all the buzz about it. So there you go. If you wondered why nipples ended up on the bat suit, that is why. But I think Joel Schumacher actually explained that too. He kind of said that in the same sense of like, hey, these are like I mean, essentially when they first created like the superhero look, the reason why you had the undies was because it's like, yeah. It's like Roman, you know, fighters or, you know, warriors or whatever. Just fight. I mean, look at the three. Look at 300. They're wearing essentially diapers and capes, but everything else is exposed. Their legs, muscular, you know, all that shit like that. So that's where the whole sense, like, you know, Schumacher even said that, too. He approved the nipples because it was very much in that vein. But at the same time, kind of didn't make sense when the undies are the same color as <laughs> as all the rest of the suit, you know? It's like there was in the bat suit, there was like presence of an outlining of undies right there. Maybe they should have made that a different kind of darker shade or whatever the hell. But whatever. I mean, the Batman Forever costume, I still think is great. You know, a little too shiny. But hey, what, what can you do? But yeah, there you go, guys. We're talking about nipples. We're talking about nipples. That's how we end the tweets right there with nipples. Nipples. All right. Ready to talk about uh, Black Adam and everything like that? All right, let's do it. Uh, Monday Monday tweets are always the longest because obviously the weekend. So, all right. So Dwayne Johnson. Now we're gonna be getting um, we're gonna be getting uh, on June eighth this Wednesday. We're gonna be getting our first official. I mean, obviously we've already seen a little tease from Black Adam. We saw like the opening where he shows up and he fucks up a bunch of dudes, which was great. I think everybody was impressed by what we saw. And hopefully, uh, you know, hopefully we'll, we'll be more impressed when it comes to the trailer. But, of course, you know, I have mentioned that, I, you know, it's it's out there. It's all out there. That's the fact that, yes, there's a lot of reshoots that were not a lot of reshoots, but it seemed like, I don't know, it seemed like a couple few weeks of reshoots were happening um, because even Dwayne Johnson was posting uh, more stuff. I don't know. He hadn't said that, hey, guess what? The reshoots are done. Uh, hold on. Let me see here. Let me refresh this. Okay. Cause I did run a poll for you, you know, for you guys to check out. So, so this is what I like. And I'm glad that you guys posted this because I said, uh, one of the reasons why that 
Black Adam test screenings didn't do as well was because, well, apparently, you know, when it came to Dwayne Johnson, it wasn't that people kind of had an issue more with him because it was like there's a there's a tone thing that's happening here. It's like, what are you a bad guy? Are you a good guy? What's going on here? And I think when it comes to Dwayne Johnson, I mean, you really have to lean into the baddie, man. You got to lean into the baddie. And, I, you know, we're all kind of worrying that it's just going to be, yeah, we get the anti-hero thing. But, man, you really got to lean into the baddie because Black Adam is he's a he's a he's a pretty big baddie. OK, and you're a pretty big dude. So you got to you got to you got to change it up a little bit here, Dwayne Johnson. But uh, I posted uh, this right here and I asked, like, you know, who are you looking forward to most in the uh, Black Adam trailer? Most people are looking forward to uh, Black Adam, which is good. That's a good thing. But, uh, you know, essentially, when it comes to Dr. Fate, I think a lot of people I'm I want to see more Dr. Fate. I mean, it's Pierce Brosnan, for God's sakes. But uh, we have Dwayne Johnson, who um, let's see here. Well, obviously, he posted some uh, he's, he posted this uh, tweet right here on the fourth. A couple days ago, he said rage against the dying light, dying of the light. Final week of uh, finishing touches for Black Adam with director. Uh, I'm not even going to try Mr. Uh, Sarah. Um, our world premiere trailer drops um, June 8th, the hierarchy, blah, blah, blah. Yes, we know that, Dwayne, we know. And then, of course, we have some behind-the-scenes shots, which, I mean, he looks fucking crazy. He always seems like he's on this fucking lift right here and being lifted up. I do like, uh, you know, the blanket or whatever that goes over the costume right there, but that's a pretty damn good shot right there. That's another good shot right there as well. Are they reshooting? It almost seems like they're reshooting, like, that opening scene. I don't know. It's very interesting. And there you go. Summoning, uh, it almost looks like a Sith right there, right? That costume is goddamn gorgeous, though. We, we, you, can't, you can't hold back that. That's for sure. Uh, and then right here, um, yeah, basically, um, Pierce, our, uh, um, Mr. Uh, Dwayne Johnson says, I think you'll be happy with Dr. Fate. Pierce Brosnan is a force, that, and he really delivers, so... He's giving some praise to Dr. Fate. I think, uh, you know, especially looking at the test audiences, again, he's probably taken in the information that he got from the test audiences. And I think Pierce Brosnan, as Mr. Dr. Fate right here, I think he's going to be the crowd favorite. Sounds to me like that's what's going to be happening. So I'm hoping when it comes to the new trailer, we're going to get a lot more Dr. Fate. Let's see him in action. I mean, we saw a shot of him right here in that teaser, that real footage where he's holding the helmet. Let's see him put it on. I don't know. Let's see him in action. Let's see him do some stuff. I think a lot of people are going to uh, uh, come out of this movie and really love and Pierce Brosnan as Dr. Fate. I think that's what he's kind of hinting at there. I think Dwayne Johnson knows. He's he's looked at the test, you know, the uh, the test screening responses, and I'm I'm willing to bet that he saw that Pierce Brosnan's Doctor Fate is going to be the all star in this movie. So the fact that he said that that's good. The world preamp he said that right there. Um, and then of course he was just retweeting a lot of stuff. We're going to be seeing a lot of this all all the way leading up to Wednesday. He's just going to be hyping it up. Hyping it up like me, our entire Black Adam team is very passionate and hungry. We get one shot at uh, recalibrating a long-standing uh, paradigm and stop operating out of fear. Give the fans what they want. Have fun and fucking go it. Uh, have fun and fucking go it. Uh, so there you go. And then, of course, he said, let's fucking go. So that's cool. And then, of course, he posted this right here. I'm sure we'll get a shot tomorrow. But here's another shot. Of him uh, behind the scenes, I don't think, I'm not sure if this is, uh, 
Reshoots, I don't think it is. I think it's just another shot. Of course, he's on that lift. He's going to be doing a lot of levitating, apparently. There'll be a lot of levitating for uh, Black Adam here, but that's a pretty cool shot. I like that. And then, of course, uh, he retweeted this. Obviously, we got the actual shot. And then, apparently, this is the con this is the concept art right here. So, I mean, they did a good job of pretty much the set. It's looking pretty cool. So, that's good. And that's pretty much it. So, hyped up. It's going to be curious. I'm, I'm curious to see everybody's reaction to the to the trailer. I'm sure it's going to be mainly positive. Like I said, I don't know what time. We'll find out what time. I'm sure they'll probably, he'll probably announce it the night before and say like what time. It'll probably be like 9, uh, 9 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. So that means it'll be 6 a.m. my time. Uh, maybe it'll be late at night. I don't know. So depending on when it is, I'll probably do my own reaction to it prior to the show but then in the show we'll break it down we'll look over the game footage and kind of talk about some things so but i'm looking forward to it at least we'll see what happens but man it's gonna be, yeah i'm just very curious about all this and how like i'm just curious the response from the actual movie myself just just from hearing things from the test footage you know or not the test footage the test screening yeah all right top gun copyright infringement what how is that? So we got Top Gun Maverick that just came out. But apparently, according to this new report, which is very strange, after its second weekend out and after all the delays that happened and the fact that it's now almost at $600 million worldwide, all of a sudden we get this. It's from, this is from Puck News. You know, it's interesting. Could Paramount lose Top Gun? An unexpected blockbuster lawsuit contends that the studio no longer had the rights to the franchise when Top Gun Maverick hit theaters in May. Paramount Pictures has been hit with a potentially blockbuster lawsuit claiming that the studio had already lost the rights to Top Gun and that the latest sequel represents a copyright infringement. The suit filed today in California federal court comes from Shosh and Yuval Yone, heirs to the writer uh, Ehud, uh, Ehud Yone, if I'm saying that name correctly, probably not, whose story... In April of 1983, issue of uh, California Magazine entitled Top Guns, the source material for the original 1980s Tom Cruise classic. His story focused on pilots and their personal experiences, including a hotspot pilot named uh, Nomad Yogi and his radio intercept officer. According to the suit, Paramount licensed the magazine article within weeks of the story uh, publication. The Yones are exploiting a provision of copyright law that allows authors and their heirs to reclaim rights granted to publishers and studios after waiting 35 years. According to the suit, as well as copyright records I've reviewed, a termination notice claims to have recovered rights to the Top Gun story on January 24th, 2020 production was complete in 2019 the film was originally slated to hit theaters on 2021 before covid uh, pandemic just uh, delayed the release the timing may uh, become important uh, the lawsuit says so this is very interesting guys and you gotta love the sleaziness of hollywood right here i had no idea that top gun was based off 
an article that came out in a magazine three years prior called Top Guns talking about this and everything like that. That's interesting. Never knew about that before reading this article today. But, uh, man, talk about the pandemic fucking that up. Because, I mean, this movie was delayed, what, six, seven, 17 times? I don't know. It was delayed so many times. So now we got this going to be uh, coming about. So this kind of makes you wonder, I mean, will they lose the rights? And, I mean, first off, there's no sequel talk as of right now. But you think that there probably has been behind the scenes some kind of sequel talk. But after this, it's going to be interesting. But, yeah. Ouch. That's no good. <laughs> after waiting 35 years. That's the thing. They were waiting 35 years for this. And, I mean, the, the damn sequel for, for Top Gun has been trying... They've been trying to do a sequel for how long? You know? And now they're going to be in a legal trouble? Copyright infringement? Ouch. So we'll see what happens with that. As soon as more uh, stuff breaks, I'll talk about it for sure. But that's pretty crazy. That's right. They're going to copyright my mustache now. My goose dash. Let them try. Let him try. Morbius! It's Morbin time. That's right, guys. Um, <laughs> we talked about this on the, uh, on the Vodka stream, the last uh, the Vodka stream on Friday. But uh, this is pretty hilarious because, you know, obviously we, have, uh, we had this very much uh, happen right here. Even Jared Leto himself leaned into the meme. So there you go. Even Jared Leto leaned into the Morbin time meme. But Sony, you didn't need to re-release the movie out in theaters. Okay, people are having fun online, sure. And for some reason, Sony was like, hey, people are like talking about, look at the, look at the analytics. We got to fucking, we got to re-release this out in theaters to make some more money. Well, they didn't. They did not. As you can see right here, pulling up um, the box office over the weekend. Obviously, we had Top Gun, and uh, which had that fucking super low 32.1% drop. Uh, Doctor Strange, by the way, not quite a billion yet, but it's at $910 million. And then you have Morbius right there, which basically made $310.6,000. But I, I, I love this right here because it had a 942.4% increase and it had a 954 <laughs> screens added to it. I don't know what the fuck Sony was thinking. But, uh, yeah, didn't quite help because Morbius still didn't even get, you know, still not even close to really, well, it's kind of close, but not really close to $200 million. <laughs> Sony. Sony, Amy Pascal, you crazy woman with your crazy hair. All they had to do, this is what Sony could have did right here. And we talked about this on the vodka stream. All they had to do was like, no. Don't spend, I mean, oh God knows how many, what, millions, a couple million, maybe a million. I don't know. It costs money to redistribute a film back out in theaters, okay? So 
why do that? And just like, okay, so is there not is there not a director's cut? Is there not a director's cut of Morbius lying around somewhere? Okay, do you not have that cut before you ripped it to shreds? Is there not that? You could have capitalized, or still can, I think, on this whole Morbin time thing by releasing the director's cut. The whatchamacallit cut. I don't have totally drawn a blank on who fucking directed the movie. Espinoza? The Espinoza cut. His last name is Espinoza, right? Release the cut. Release his cut. And you could have called it the Morbin time cut for all you wanted. That's how you could have capitalized on this and released it on streaming services, on demand, or whatever the fuck. But, I mean, I don't know. They probably have scenes that probably don't have finished VFX. I don't know. But I'm just saying, like, instead of re-releasing the shitty fucking, you know, scraped-down version of your movie, why not just, you know, capitalize on the fact that people are having fun with this and then release a different version of the movie that has more scenes and shit? I mean, it doesn't have to be, like, a full-on, like, crazy you know, long cut. It could just be like a nice little director's cut. Why didn't you cap, you know, call it the Morbin cut, Morbin time cut. I don't know. Maybe they still will because this didn't fucking work because Sony is not too bright. They are not that bright. I can't believe they actually did this, to be honest. But hey, what could he do? What the fuck? Joss, Joss Pena in the house. Oh, hey, 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 easy there. Easy there, Casey. You want to get banned? You want, oh, 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 yeah, well, because I have this. It's all right. I'm going to, you know, uh, this, this Friday's vodka stream, I'm going to, I'm going to try to VFX my mustache out and see what happens. But, uh, yeah. Anyways. Yeah. Sony, you're dumb. Capitalize on that. See you later, Mattia. <sighs> of course, yeah, he shows, I uh, know. Oh yeah. Casey's all about it. I'm sure Casey, I mean, if he could, I mean, Yeah. If they, if they were playing where he was at, he would have went. But it's just kind of funny how they they, they thought the, the, the best idea was to re-release, to re-release this movie out in theaters. Like, no, you know, do some bonus footage. You know, I, I, I just uh, capitalize. I mean, release the Snyder Cut really is a, you know, it's it's part of pop, pop culture now. I mean, look at the boys. The, bo- the boys have the Bork cut. So... Release the Morbin cut. I don't know. Even if you want, you don't want to use the dude's name, you know, use Morbin time, the Morbin time cut. I mean, they could really try to capitalize on it and just kind of turn it into a meme. And we talked about on the Vox stream of discussion is like, what do they do with the next one? If there is another one, do they just lean into the meme or do they try to still be serious with this character? That's what's going to be interesting too. how they take it further. But this was stupid, fucking stupid. I mean, come on. It was just dumb. Why are you going to do that? Why are you going to do that? <sighs> Fucking Sony and Amy Pascal. She produced this, right? Or was it that one fucker? I don't know. All right. And then a quick little review of uh, episodes one, two, and three of The Boys season three, which, uh, you know, I love this series. A lot of us love this series. And, of course, we're loving it. You know, the fact that there's uh, they're playing in the whole again you know, the pop culture phenomenon that was uh, released the Snyder Cut and, you know, Zack Snyder's Justice League. And they're totally leaning into that, which we kind of assumed that that would kind of be the case because when we saw the whole Dawn of the Seven thing in the previous seasons, it's like, yeah, makes sense that very much it's like there's like a Zack Snyder was a blueprint kind of thing. Um, but of course, 
when it comes to the boys in the source material, I mean, it was always going to be like this. And but I just love the fact that Snyder is playing into it and he's a fan of the show. Um, the first two episodes, I mean, if, if you have not no spoilers, don't worry. Um, if you have not watched any of these episodes, particularly the first one, don't do what I did. Don't play it. Don't make a dinner. Don't make your dinner. Sit down at your table, put on that first episode and start eating as the opening scene is playing. You've been warned because, yeah, my I didn't I didn't think. And I made my dinner, put on the first episode of The Boys. And anybody who's seen it knows exactly what I'm fucking talking about. Yes. It was like literally a time where I put my knife and fork down and went, Jesus Christ. And I went, okay. Oh, man. Ah, that was a mistake because some things happen. I mean, it's the boys. They have to push it. They have to push the limits as far as they can. I'm wondering what the fuck else can they do? What else can they do? I, By the way, I enjoyed I enjoyed all three episodes. I'm, I'm curious to see where this goes. Fucking uh, Anthony Starr is Homelander. I mean, Homelander is starting to really lose his shit, really lose his shit. And obviously we know what happened at the end of season two when it came to, uh, you know, what's her name being a, a Nazi and everything like that, uh, which they play, of course, into this season. And now, of course, his reputation has been kind of, you know, messed up. It's kind of messed up. So he he's trying to win everybody back. And then there's just certain things that happen in this season. I think it was episode two or maybe three. I don't know. Man, talk about some craziness. But, yeah, the opening, the opening, the opening for um, – for uh, for this season was definitely something I was not expecting. But uh, when it was done, I went, well, yeah, they have to go that far because my God. And by the way, um, I'm not going to say exactly what it is, but if I was standing up, I would have went like this. I would have went like this. I think I think anybody anybody with, uh, you know, a certain appendage probably was like, oh, oh, ow. And then, you know. And then anybody that that doesn't have that certain appendage probably still felt it because it's just like, ah, yeah, it's very much good Lord. It's like even thinking about it right now is making my pee pee hurt anyways. OK, so there's my review of um, the boys, you know, season three, episode uh, one through three. So, yeah, we'll see what happens. In episode four, but. Uh, curious to see where it goes. I mean, it was like, it was cool seeing the, you know, the band getting back together, all the, uh, the characters, Butcha, of course. And then of course there's that little added thing where you can actually take a little shot of V and be a superhero for about 24 hours. That was in the trailer, no spoilers. So naturally we're going to see Butcher, uh, take it. And it's like, well, that's going to be interesting. And yes, those were some pretty awesome scenes right there. So, oof, Yeah. So digging it. Can't wait for more, and I'll be reviewing uh, every episode that comes out from now till the end of the season. All right. Man, Anthony Starr as Homelander, talk about perfect casting, man. That guy, when he just, like, gives you that that smile, and he's just, eh, I mean, my God. It's fucking scary, man. It's just absolutely scary. All right, let's go to the Twitter questions. Okay, what do you guys have to say here? Uh, Mr. Eric Blake, 
I'm an expert uh, in my expert opinion. <laughs> I totally read that wrong. In my expert opinion, Dave, the solution to R-rated Deadpool 3 problem is simple. Put it under the 20th Century Fox label. I said from the moment Disney bought it, 20th Century Fox can easily be the new touchstone. Um, the uh, label for, well, it's not going to be 20th. I think it's, yeah, they, they still do that. Anything that's under Fox, they still, don't they call it just like, uh, I think they still kind of do. They call it 20th Century Studios. Yeah, they don't call it Fox. Yeah, but they still call things 20th Century Studios. Uh, P.S. I've said many times the ideal title would be Deadpool Kills the Marvel Cinematic Universe, whether he does uh, in the film or not. No, I actually like that idea because obviously there's been uh, comic books that have Deadpool kills, you know, everyone, essentially. So they could do something like that. That'd be pretty sweet. I would dig it. Uh, from Zed, it's Morbin time. Oh, somebody made, uh, they actually made a fucking, <laughs> somebody made a. Uh... I think that's what's interesting about it. You never know what's in store. Oh, Wow, store. that's pretty cool. Look at that. You edit. never know what's in store. Wow, look at that. Just People adding think blade he's a bad in there. Guy. First of all, that is. Uh, there was so much left unanswered. Good. Michael Morbius. He would give it a gift. Things are going. Whoa. That's plain. <laughs> Jesus Christ. It's Morbius time. <laughs> I love it. I like that. I really like that. That's pretty good. That is pretty damn good right there. You got to love the internet, man. The internet always comes up with like really cool shit like that. And uh, that was a good edit. That was a really good edit right there. So thank you, Zed, and thank you, Nikki, for uh, for uh, posting that. Ronex, up, Dave, with all the DC movies pushed, and I find it coincidental that Cavill rumors are ramping up. Is the is the any hope of him being in future DC films? Um, I, I wouldn't, uh, I wouldn't give a you know, and maybe we'll talk about this uh, later on, uh, maybe in another show. But you know, when it comes to him showing up in some of the uh, the future DC movies. As a cameo, I was always hoping that it would be the case, but I wouldn't put my uh, I wouldn't put any money on that for sure. But we'll see what happens. Hopefully, they can just fucking greenlight a goddamn new Superman film with him. Just saying, Bourbon has never been recalled for Equal Eye. Suck it, lettuce. That's right. Cheers to that. Thank you, Ryan. Cheers as I hold up my wine. Um, that's very true. Bourbon, Bourbon. I tell you what. Bourbon will never get recalled. Bourbon's great. You know, um, I almost regret not calling the vodka stream a bourbon stream, but I think the vodka stream actually rolls off the tongue a little better. Um, but, yeah, I mean, bourbon, uh, like I said, you have a sore throat, you got a cough, bourbon will help. It's good medicine. You know, when I uh, when we did the Deck the Halls stream, when uh, Mr. Chris Wong Swenson and I were talking with Mr. Zack Snyder on that stream, I was uh, – Running a temperature, and I had a sore throat and a cough because I had COVID, and uh, bourbon saved me. I'm not recommending it any good. I'm, of course, I'm not recommending it. Do you know? I'm joking, obviously, but you know, for me, it helped. It definitely, uh, definitely helped. 
Uh, Mr. C.K. Cooper Knox, do you know who I want to uh, be the head of DC Films? Casual Batman. Why? Because he's Casual Batman. Yeah, he should be. He definitely should be. I think he would uh, run the studio pretty well. Joey C., if Zach was to come back to finish his Superman JL arc, would uh, would he ju- would just recast Amber Heard, or would he just uh, finish up with her scenes and just hope for the best about the backlash? I don't think he would. Uh, I don't think he would use her. I mean, look what happened with Chris D'Elia. I mean, he immediately he went above and beyond and had him fully removed, shot with Tignatara for two weeks, and it was a crazy challenge and it was almost seamless. You watch Army of the Dead. It is pretty much seamless unless you're really looking for it. Maybe you could find a little bit of like, oh, yeah, the lighting's a little off or something like that. No, I, I, don't, think, I, don't, think, I don't think he would actually use Amber Heard after all this. I don't think he would. Matthew Ballard, for the, for the heads up, there is going to be a billboard next week for a release of Schumacher Cut of Batman Forever. So interesting. I wonder where that's going to be. Somewhere in California, apparently. So uh, taking a page out of the release of Snyder Cut campaigns, and there's going to be a release to Schumacher Cut uh, billboard somewhere in California. So that's interesting, you know? Everybody's doing whatever they can. I mean, it seems like with the Schumacher Cut, it seems like that, I mean, we talk about the Ayer Cut. I mean, the Ayer Cut literally needs VFX to be finished, but the Schumacher Cut just needs to have the scenes re- I mean, there's got to be a director's cut somewhere around, and they just got to fucking, you know, just f- make it look clean. I don't know. I was really hoping that a Schumacher cut would be something that's going to be coming up soon, but nothing yet. We'll see, though, hopefully. I don't know. Seems like a no-brainer. That'd be perfect for HBO Max. They already have Batman Forever on there. It's like, hey, do you want to watch this version? We have a new version of Batman Forever right here. Then again, you know, Zaslav is looking at every goddamn fucking penny, so we shall see. All right, guys. Appreciate you guys spending some time with me. Make sure you smash that like thumbs up before you leave. Subscribe to the channel. Make sure that notification bell is on. Do all that. And then, of course, follow me on all the sock meds that are down below, all the links. We've got the Patreon down there, too, if you want to support the Pirate Ship. And like I said, I do my own little self-pod. Uh, podcast on there um, if you want to listen to that where you know a little more uh, I, th- I would say a little bit more unfiltered I'm pretty unfiltered on here right now but get a little more unfiltered on there um, so go ahead and check that out do all that of course you've got shirts down below in the uh, film junkie closet if you want to get some merchandise as well but other than that guys love ya love all your faces see you guys tomorrow same junkie time same junkie channel talk to you later